Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Who's a racist? Yeah, if you say we're off to the racists, is that like you telling your kids to like hop in the station wagon? We're gonna go visit the racists. And who are they? Like if you well, if you throw your kids in the station wagon, who, and you're like we're off to the racists. Yeah. Who are you taking them a to? A racist is just a person who races, right? Yeah. Racist. Yeah. Who who's the best racist that you know? Jeff Gordon. Bill Elliott. Well, I mean, Dale if Earnhardt? you're gonna go on ch- championships, at least in that type of racing, you would have to go with Jimmy Johnson. But then you you, you can make a argument for maybe a Bubba Walt- Watson or uh, some of the, Bill Elliott, definitely. Uh, some of the others, Earnhardt Senior. But um, you know some of their lives. Oh. Uh, the one who died in the car cra- or in the helicopter crash leaving Talladega, Davy Dave Dave Elliot Dave is it Davy Elliot Davy Allison, Davy Allison I think that's it. I think I got it. Nineteen ninety three. He died, according to the internet. Yeah, he was going to do it all, and then he didn't. He let a little thing like death stop him. That's what I like about these these modern drivers is I don't think they would let death get in their way. Yeah, definitely not. They push through, they persevere. Well, you get stem cells. You'd be fine. Yeah. Stem cells and like Ozempic, I think. Yeah. I'm sure that helps. Maybe I'm actually going to try the stem cells. I've got an appointment set up for tomorrow in my, ankles because i have these little bambi ankles cankles i call them bambi ankles because i can't do anything with them i'm like there's no strength in them they they hurt all the time it's from skateboarding all the injuries fellow skaters listening i'm sure you know what i'm talking about oh you mean skatists skatists that's right that's what i meant now they're they're all like yeah i know what you're talking about Sorry, I didn't know you were talking about me. You were stating that wrong. So a racist is someone who races. Uh And would you say that they race on the information superhighway? (laughs) I guess you could. That would be a fun tournament. They just give you something to look up. (laughs) He's got to Google it faster than the other guy. (laughs) It's like, uh, which is based. It's it's if you could bring your phone to Jeopardy, same thing. What's well, like Gen Z and their ability to find dirt on people who need to be canceled for something they said in 2010? Yeah. I feel like they have that on lock. Yeah, they could cancel anybody. Look at that one. What was that? That cook, the lady cookist. <laughs> The one that was like that old cookist lady. She was like, 
I did use the N word once a long time ago. <laughs> oh, one time, Paula Dean. <laughs> Paula Dean. Yeah, <laughs> she got a southern woman that old that said the N word one time in her life. <laughs> if it, I mean, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> she <laughs> at that point, she's a fucking hero. She's like, she's. Basically, an abolitionist to her people. Actually, I think her case is a really good example because it shows that a lot of that cancellation isn't real if you don't acknowledge it. Like, right. It, it shows that the internet isn't real life because right. she was positively a toxic property but since then all the people who knew her all the people who worked with her knew that she wasn't racist and continued to expand her empire she's opened restaurants since then all of which yeah. have had staff members that would probably be offended by that word but know that she's not actually racist yeah and I, 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 I do have some level of concern for folks now that might find themselves canceled and lean into it. I do think people believe that and they think that the internet is reality. People talk about it all the time. They're like, Twitter is not real life. And they're well, talking about Twitter or something else. It's, it's true. But I think a lot of the younger generation, I mean, we see it with like the cyberbullying and whatever else is mm -hmm. people take it seriously and i have to wonder to what degree could they just not take it seriously ignore it let it pass and then uncancel yourself I, mean, I i think apologizing is like one of the worst things you can do in most circumstances unless you're apologizing to the person that you like if you offended a specific person uh, you were to say like, "Hey, I'm sorry to you," but to apologize to like America or whatever, I think that that's ridiculous, and I I, I would refuse to do so. It's why in our in our code we talk about how you have a right to face your accuser. In that same sense, if I have offended blanket then all of those people should be able to stand and ask for that apology. And if they can't, well, then I don't know that they get one. Obviously, there are exceptions. Of yeah. yeah, you're not going to come after me for an... You're not going to get me to apologize and, like, think I'm less of a person or even, like, cancel me to any extent other than getting somebody... scaring somebody else into canceling me or whatever. But I'm not... I'm not going away like pouting or like begging you you for forgiveness or whatever. If you're offended by something I say and, I, and you personally are and you say, hey, this bothered me, most of the time I'll say, yo, I'm sorry. That's not what I intended to do. But if you speak out for like all black people or all Mexicans or all blonde hair, blue eyed people, Let's call them Aryans. 
you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get an apology. I'm not going to apologize to the Aryan race or the, the black race or anything like that. That's not a person. That's just you trying to get me to say that I'm wrong, you know? So, or get me to say I'm a bad guy. I'm not doing that. Especially since most of the time that things like that would be said, it was, it's all in a, in a fun context, a comical type situation. And typically a lot of these, even that Justin Trudeau bullshit with him in blackface, as much as I hate that guy, I imagine that that was done as a joke. Like there was some sort of joke. There was context around it. You know what I mean? You don't just dress up in blackface and go out in public unless like there's something to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it wasn't smart of him. Sure. Right. And from a policy standpoint, yeah, he's just terrible, but yeah, that doesn't mean we should be exceptionally aggressive toward him for things that we don't know about and I and mean, no one knows about it's poor, that's that's the thing was it everyone poor, will convince you that they know the whole story of any of this yeah stuff. well i mean he's was it in poor taste maybe was it funny i mean i don't know the joke that was behind it it could have been hilarious but i have a lot of reasons to hate justin trudeau that are a, a lot more consequential to you know the 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 health the uh, of of a society than you know whether he was in blackface once in poor taste you know so well, well you you raise an interesting point about just humor in general in that if every joke you told became public it would be problematic for everyone but but sure. it's not because it became public it's because it then came with no context right because the reason something is shared privately or in a small circle can yes sometimes be to guard terrible things but most of the time it's just because you're sharing it with someone who has the context and you don't have to explain yourself whereas right. if you immediately you guys switch heard of an inside joke <laughs> it's an inside joke get it jesus but those aren't allowed anymore right but i guess i guess i'd take that back cancel culture while it still exist and whatnot it's not nearly as powerful as it was i think people are sick of it so well just a, I mean, across a, a large time horizon like it's it's a it's absolutely effective during the 15 minutes that it's happening because I, I know i know people who have been canceled and then subsequently lost work because of it mm -hmm. so it can impact real life but not for very long right 
I I personally feel like most of the time apologizing isn't at least a, a, like the public style apology that you see tends to make it work longer than if you just go shut up and just keep going about your thing. Well, it's one more failure point. It's one more opportunity for you to do or say something wrong or to at the very least just become a meme. Right. And speaking of internet cancellation, have you heard that the net neutrality thing is being talked about again? Because there's no agency governing our internet providers. And uh, we all know how great the internet is in Europe. Their coverage is perfect. That's because they're so regulated. It's It's funny you say that. I actually was in Europe not too long ago and we didn't do an episode from there. There were a handful of sites that I tried to visit that appeared to not exist. Yeah. And how spotty was the coverage? Cause I hear a lot of problems with the coverage. It was pretty bad in Europe. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Um, most, most places that were like commercial, or residential, like, you know, like if you're in an office or if you're at someone's house, mm-hmm. you would have like a decent connection, but speed wise, nowhere near as, as good as we'd have here. Um, the differences that I see a lot were like public Wi-Fi. Like you, you go to a lemonade stand here and they've got Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are a lot of places there that just didn't, or mm-hmm. if they did, it was not at all worth connecting to. Yeah, it was just so slow your phone wouldn't even be operational. Right, like like literally, five G would be faster. I've uh, so that's what I've heard. I've heard like you may have bars, you may have a signal, but the speed is so slow that. I mean, sometimes your phone's just not up. It's not even, can't use it. It's too slow. But they have a lot of regulation, so I'm sure they're getting on that. It should be, should be fixed any time now. They're keeping out all the bad providers that don't, uh, <laughs> don't offer a good product, right? Yeah. Making sure you've got a government-approved provider that's doing a good job for you. Uh, which we have a lot of that here i mean to be honest with you um it's a lot more locally like you'll have like uh say north georgia there's like a section that there's this net zero or net something or netscape or net zero anyway it's a it's an internet provider and they're like oh we have fiber but they don't they don't have fiber anywhere (laughs) You can go, I mean, they do, they, they must have it to like the owner's house, you know? Yeah. So they can advertise it. But if you live anywhere and you look it up, they don't have fiber to your house. So, so we do have issues like that here in Georgia or in the United States, but it's normally more controlled by your local governments if, if it is controlled. Yeah. In fact, um, I 
I actually know somebody who has uh, their own ISP um, in California, but not in San Francisco. It's a bit more rural. Um, right. They would never be allowed to operate in San Francisco, um, but they have a, a pretty decent business. I, I might have would saying exactly where they are, but they're they're sort of out of the way a bit, and they have their own mm-hmm. their own service that they provide, and that in some ways is is good competition for the way more regulated utilities that are around. Mm-hmm. But what it actually ends up being is an alternative to those other big companies that don't actually pay any attention to those rural areas mm-hmm. because they go where the money is. And yeah, even though they were given billions of dollars to create infrastructure right. to go into these poor areas. In right. fact, it, like is, is that history that people know? Like do people know th- that? I mean, they, they knew when we were voting on it, they were like, oh, we should give them this money because we want this to happen. And people were like, but it's not going to really happen. And we shouldn't give them money. And then, and then somebody votes on it. And then once it's been voted on, Everybody forgets about it once the bill's been passed or not been passed. Well, and I think that's... That's not your money. You're voting on somebody else's money to go there. You know what I mean? Well, you're voting on someone else's money to go there, but even if it was yours, uh, let's look at what has happened. We've given tens of billions of dollars Mm -hmm. with a B. Tens of billions of dollars so that these internet service providers would build infrastructure to go to exactly who you'd lobby for, right? The the underserved, Mm -hmm. the underprivileged, the areas that are poor, lower class, don't have access, the ones that you're trying to, you know, when we when we talk about equity equality, whatever you want to talk about to level the playing field. We give billions mm-hmm. of dollars to these companies to create that infrastructure. And they've all basically admitted that they took that money and haven't done any of that with it. And there's no recourse. And now, I don't know, 10 years later, mm-hmm. we're proposing that again. Yeah, we got to give them some more money. And we got to put regulations on like what they can and can't do providing like uh throttle speeds to bigger like they they can't charge Netflix more money because Netflix needs so much more speed. But they can't charge them more money. It's going to be a flat rate. So basically all the poor people have to subsidize with Netflix <laughs> super fast speeds they need which is just wonderful don't you think yeah if you're if you're prioritizing anything it should definitely be the large companies that deserve that fast lane because you know if if there's a consistent message i've heard 
you know, across the states, it's been, we really don't cut corporations enough of a break. Like we should be giving we them don't. more in subsidy. Like we should be helping them we out. More. We really should. Please tax us some more so we can do so. That's what I always hear. And we remember when it was, they were talking about getting rid of the new net neutrality, how we were all going to like have to pay too much and, um, what else were they going? They were going to throttle. They would be able to throttle our, throttle our speeds to where, you know, they could they would have they could charge us tons just to get a fast enough speed to be able to do anything. And because they're government people who only rely on force to get what they want, that's what they think really would happen in a free market. They don't understand that the customer. In a truly free market, the customer rules because you're trying to provide a product for this customer that's not only better, cheaper, faster, easier to use than your competitor at all times. Because if you're not doing a better job for your customer, you're going to lose. And uh, they didn't know that. And so when they got rid of these rules... (laughs) The internet just got better and cheaper and faster. Yeah. And yes, maybe maybe Netflix has to pay a little bit more for their internet than I do. But come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, the amount that Netflix has to pay because <laughs> Amazon has to pay and AWS and all those data centers, I think that's okay. And if they want to negotiate better <laughs> rates, they can. Yeah. To be clear, though, this can veer into the territory of being like a Comcast apologist or sounding like we're on the side of (laughs) these large ISPs. Cox communication and shit like that. Yeah. No, I am not an apologist for these people. Not at all. In fact, that's the reason why I don't want net neutrality because the the regulations lock these big companies. They want them because it locks them into their position because now everybody has to provide the same shit, right? So they now if you're the big guy with the territory, you'll always be the big guy with the territory. Why are they going to have another company come up at it from nothing providing the same shit that's not going to happen so if you lock down the internet provider you'll never have an up-and-comer that comes in and provides something better in that field because now you've locked it into a narrow path that everybody's doing the same thing oh it is it is straight over the plate regulatory capture like it's not even all that convoluted you don't even have to think about like this isn't chess. This is checkers. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. They welcome regulations on themselves so that it prevents competition in future. It hurts all of us. Speaking of hurting all of us, have you been listening to the news or anything? Um, there's like a, there was an attack. The very ironic attack 
at least I found it ironic. Um, and I'm not even sure how it happened. Uh, there's a lot of people out there speculating, but I heard that Israel was attacked by Hamas. It's a trap, and there's no comfort in a fake safety 